Hey fam, welcome to Flower on Purpose, where we shed light, shine bright, and get our hearts made right. And Lord, help us to be brave at night. So let's catch the wind and spread his word, because this message must be heard. And what do you say? Let's all live our life out loud and shine wherever we are. You ready? Let's go. portion of our podcast is where we get to um, talk a bit more with Amber about um, her testimony and just what's been happening in Amber's life since uh, surrendering to God and coming into the knowledge of who Jesus is and who she is because of him. Beautiful love story with Jesus because of course like he's, he's just He's just worthy of all the praise. So I give God thanks. Mm -hmm. I was holding back tears, to be honest. (laughs) I was like, let's go into Q&A. But I was like, no, I'm not even going to hold back. I was definitely holding back tears while listening to your testimony. But the first question that I do want to ask is if you could talk a little bit more about us Wego worship team that um, I believe you and your friend had started at us Wego a few years ago. Yeah. Um, so it was actually literally a couple months after I gave my life to Lori. So maybe around, we got the idea, I want to say January, since we came on campus. And um, it was first put on my friend's mom. And she's like, you guys should have something up there. And like, in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to be disobedient to God. So you know what, maybe we should do this. So me and my friend took the initiative of going to our school's representative, um, SA, and you know, pitching this idea of a Swigo worship team. And you know, even coming up with the name was definitely God. Um, and the heart of this ministry is to utilize the gifts that God has given these students at SUNY as we go because anything that you have is a gift from God essentially like it can be dancing it can be singing it can be playing an instrument or composing a song or poetry or painting or taking photos like that is a gift from God and really cultivate those gifts and have a space on campus where people can feel love feel the love of Christ and to grow in their walk with the Lord but also to grow together um, with fellowship and worship so the process of creating a super worship team was truly truly really hard it was a lot of legalistic stuff that we had to do and we had to make our own constitution and we even have some trials of even um creating the club because there were so many oppositions against it but in the end god has a lot of say and if he wants something to happen it will happen and obviously a super worship team happened and um and i was designated as the president um and i'm still the president to this day um for a super worship team and I'm not gonna lie, it was really scary. I was like, I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know how this process is going to look like. And um, coming into the following year, the 2018, because you know, yeah, we had a February 2018, but the August 2018, preparation for that, um, one, like doing our involvement fear, being able to be a part of that, creating a social media account, being able to go and reach out to the SUNY Swigo campus and get members, you know. So this year I was actually by myself on campus because my friend had to go um, back home. So we had to work virtually together 
and stuff like that. And it was a little bit of a challenge, but, you know, really kind of helped us and to grow and to really um, strengthen this ministry. Um, and they even came up and visit sometime, from time to time too, which is so um, great. Um, so I remember our first like involvement table, I remember meeting these students and I'm posting up flyers the day before our first meeting. Um, and we had our first meeting and it was beautiful, honestly. It was a small group. And, you know, at the time in my mind, like in order to be a good club, you need to have so many people. But what God has been working with in the past years, like it's not about the numbers. It's just like even if only one person come, Amber, and you show them me, wouldn't that matter the most? And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Because I'd rather have one person than 100 people who don't want to know Jesus, you know? So then on my sophomore year um i had these beautiful members who became my family honestly my friends um and we started doing events we had our first expression of worship night just with the club inside that small classroom with the, like three four of us um to do that and like the year later my junior year we had another expression of worship night however we actually hosted an event on campus which is so beautiful um but before then i remember going into the year freaking out because i'm like oh god we don't have advisors advisors and stuff like that so this club can continue on however my old advisor academic advisor said he would be able to do that and i was just so grateful for that um and also I remember like God like I don't know what to do like what kind of events should we do or because I really want to get them involved in worship I want them to utilize their gifts on campus God and I remember my friend um we were in RA training resident assistant training and he was like you know there's this event called heart of worship coming up you can talk to him and stuff like that and I was like all right cool I'll go and try to do that and I remember calling the number on the flyer and speaking to um I guess one of the founders Dave and him telling me what heart of worship was about and honestly it was literally actually totally what Oswego worship team is and I remember being so like amazed and I'm like this is God okay like maybe I should pursue this and I remember hey like can we set up a meeting and come and um, talk and he said they had a meeting that Friday you can come and I was like okay <laughs> all right cool so I'm definitely gonna bring up one of my members and I did and we went to their um home to the place of meeting and I remember walking in and just honestly was just nothing but the spirit of the Lord there and we're sitting at this round table talking about God first off talking about this event that's coming up this September um that September and how they're gonna have different worships and different gifts and people coming up and sharing their testimonies and then I'm telling them about what a studio worship team is about and we're all just connecting like it was just one of those moments of this interaction like this is God ordained I was supposed to meet you and ever since then we had a good relationship with um Giselle Dave and everybody part of um part of worship and I'm so grateful for the Lord because they even helped us and minister to us and allow us um in the future to go and uh, have worship events in their house or just just to worship together they would get us food they would teach us and correct us and love on us and actually provide for this organization because we were sort of organization we didn't have that much funding um but the Lord provided in so many ways and I'm honestly happy that we went forward with creating the Swigo worship team because like God left a legacy there and like whether I'm there or not like God was gonna allow that to happen either way you know so it's been a beautiful process and journey and I'm so proud of the members I'm so proud of their growth and I'm proud of God for allowing me to be a part of this and just to see this and and just to see what he's doing even now coming this school year but yeah Many, many moments.
to share it. But I, mm-hmm. um, there was one where I stopped by your room at random and knocked on your door and just asked if we could go for a walk and asked if you could tell me how you have the relationship you have with God. Because mm-hmm. I was in a period of my life where I was drained, tired, didn't know my left from my right, um, woke up feeling like a troll. I didn't know where I was, what I was doing. And I saw your joy and I saw your your intentions towards mm-hmm. God to be um, to be joyful in him and be perfect in that and to show kindness to all those around you. And so I wanted that. So I knocked on your door and I asked you if we could go for a walk. And we ended up at the lake um, at college and just ended up in a scream fest at the lake. Um, just shouting um, praises to God. So I wanted to know um, if you wanted to kind of reminisce on that for a bit, expound on that, just where your heart was at in that if you would like to share. Um, I remember, I think I was going through something hard around that time because when you came, I think I was a little bit sad. And like, I think it was, it was pertaining to spiritual things too. <laughs> um, and maybe just kind of discouraged, like in a sense of like, oh man, God, like I want this to happen. Like I want to speak the gift of tongues, God. I want all this stuff, Lord. Um, but it's not happening. Like, is there something wrong with me, God? You know. Um, but pretending to like you coming to me and asking that, like, um, and again, like answering that question. I remember just like, honestly, just being so in love with God. You know, like just in love with Him, and because this is a God that knew me my whole entire life, saw the disgusting part of me saw the worst part of me but still loved me anyway and that just made me love him even more you know and also just that joy only came from him just knowing that I have a relationship with Christ is my joy in a sense and it gives me strength because the joy of the Lord is my strength and and it's one thing just knowing that you know I will always have Jesus Christ by my side and I will always have him for eternity after life um, is something that always motivate me to pursue on and even now even when there's a mess of persecution um but i remember like my mindset not being great but when we went to go scream at the lake like and i remember us praying too like it was just beautiful and it really lifted off a burden off of me and allowed me to just i don't know just to come undone in the in the lord's hand and just to let go of all the things that i was just holding on to and and every thoughts and every lies that i was listening to and just to just on being that moment of just me and him and Tian, um, and yeah, that is hilarious. I'm over in my side of the um, hallway thinking, "Oh, Amber is so joyful," and you over in on your side of the hallway <laughs> going through <laughs> some things, and that's just showing like God is really working in our hearts individually, and He really we as humans we focus on the appearance so much and look at people so much especially on social media and so to hear that um my fellow sister while I was knocking on your door for help was going through it too but that we were able to come together and go down by that lake and (laughs) scream at the lake (laughs) but essentially just surrender (laughs) to God um and let him know that we choose what you say and not what man says about who we are and how we should feel in this sudden circumstance like I think that that just shows that our redeemer is sovereign and that he is still in the business of redeeming us like 
give God thanks. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sis, for being available in that moment. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Next. at our last but not least (laughs) question um, to wrap up this Q&A segment Um, but just something that I wanted to go back to um, you shared in your testimony that there was a moment where you found that God is real and in that moment I just uh, found that that statement was profound and it was a moment where you were sharing and opening up and getting vulnerable with your mom about your childhood past. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you, at what moment did you decide to have that conversation with your mom? The moment that I realized like I needed to go and have this conversation with my mom was when I'm talking to God about it because... I just knew that she needed to know that something like this happened to her daughter and to just get this off of my chest, you know, I needed her to know this. And I remember being very scared about having this conversation because I had the mentality of like, oh, she's gonna be mad. I'm gonna get in so much trouble, all this other jazz. Um, However, when proceeding to have this conversation with her, um, it was scary to even take it off my chest because I never told anybody about what happened um she was the first like actual real life person um it was the first time confessing this and like one thing i want to say is that like when you hold on to these things and you hold on to that shame the devil wants you to do that he wants you to be quiet because once you proceed it out of your mouth it no longer has a hold on you and i remember just letting her know because it was just for me to hear like yo it's really not my fault so when she said it's not your fault amber just the way how god told me in my heart I knew that God was real. I knew, like, you, nobody can tell me nothing at that time. Like, for me to even get to the state of telling her about what happened, and for her to say the same thing that God said, and and just that relief, that, that relief feeling that I felt after, I just knew that I was never going back to my old life. I'm gonna persistently follow Jesus, even if it kills me, if I'm being honest, because live to, to live is for Christ and to die is gain. Um, but I will live my life for Jesus and Him alone. And yeah. Amber, thank you so much for being vulnerable, for coming onto this podcast, for just showing the authenticity of who our Savior is and how He really addresses the situations that we are going through with so much care and so much love. Um, Honestly, he sees more than anyone else could. And so Mm -hmm. he knows exactly what to do um, and what to offer us. And so um, I just want to ask you, what is one thing that you would like to share with someone who is listening to this um, episode? What is one thing that you want them to leave remembering? I would say that you're never alone. We may say, you know, God's not here with us and stuff like that, but he is and he will always be there for you and he will make himself known to you if you just seek him with a 
clean and full heart like if you're like you really want to know like God's not going to be like hide and seek. You're going to find him. He's going to make himself known to you. And to not hesitate, don't follow what everybody else is doing in this world. And don't depend your Christian walk and your faith on other people's relationship with God. You need to have your own personal relationship with the Lord and know that he knows you more and better than anyone else can because he formed you in your mother's womb. And he wants to have that relationship with you. He wants you to know that Jesus loves you and that he died on a cross for your sins, that you don't have to be shame-filled or, or be disgusted by yourself at all, that you can be cleansed and you can be forgiven. Um, and yeah. Thank you again so much give God thanks you're heading back up to college and so I'm excited for this next journey thank God you bless you you too gonna miss you but I'm thankful that you're gonna head into your final year and so congrats senior year Woo! yes it's lit oh love you sis I love you too To all those that are listening, I just want to leave you guys with this, that in John chapter 4, verses 21 through 24, Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, woman, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews, yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. God bless you guys. Looking forward to meeting with you guys again. Take care. Bye.